Welcome to the Bible Conversation Podcast with Chris, Dan, and Dylan. Let's have a conversation. Welcome to another episode of Bible Conversations. We're excited to be back here today. Um, it's always a good day when we get to record podcasts, and uh, today's another good one. So, um, of course, we're here as always with uh, Dan and Chris, and we've got a, a topic that we're we're really excited to share with y'all because I think it's it's something that can apply to everybody's life, um, especially right now. You know, what we're planning on talking about, if you don't mind me just stealing the yeah, thunder. Well, I mean, they've probably seen the title by now. Oh, but, they yeah. have seen the title. That's true. <laughs> uh, we're going to talk about hope. And, um, you know, we, uh, we we always encourage people to send us emails, send us uh, messages. And, and we got someone and uh, just thanking us for for some of the things that, that we've talked about and the, mm-hmm. the hope that it's provided. And we just, yeah. just kind of want to talk about hope for a little bit. Yeah. Because, I mean, you can always find a little bit of hope in in each conversation, especially when we have, you know, the stories, when we have guys on for the asking them why they're a Christian. Uh, you can see hope in those stories. Um, but we want to just dial in directly on that. Yeah. Um, so, Dan, did you have anything to add? Otherwise, I'm going to oh. tell Chris to get us started. <laughs> I, I'm ready to dive in. <laughs> I thought we already got started, so. <laughs> All right, well, I will, I'll just jump in here. So part of the reason that I think it's necessary for us to talk about hope is there have been a lot of things this year that have just been not fun. Um, yeah. You know, I mean, everything that's been going on in the world from fires to a virus to... Um, politics. I mean, politics. Th- that's to... that's really one of the reasons that I wanted to talk about hope is because yeah. you know there's there's so many disagreements. Chris and I were actually just having a conversation earlier, talking about how you know pe- because people disagree with one another, they seem like they can't be friends with them. And I'm like, mm-hmm. man, th- this is some kind of messed up world that we live in, right? Yes. And I'm just like that. I have. Uh, People on on both sides of literally every topic, every topic that you can be divided on. There's people that are close to me that are on both sides of those. And, um, you know, after a while, I'm just like, hey, let's talk about Jesus and let's talk about hope, please. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, and and it may not even be politics. It may not be things that are going on. Maybe it's your family life. Yeah. Maybe maybe your family life is is struggling right now and you just, you need something to hold on to. Yeah. You need something to hold on to. And so... What we're going to do is we're, we're actually, we're just jump straight into scripture here. Uh, if you have your Bibles and are following along, head over to Romans chapter 12. Romans chapter 12, and we're going to start in verse 9 is actually where we're going to start. Uh, and one of the things that we're going to do is we're, we're kind of going to get a little bit deeper into the study as opposed to just reading the word. We're going to go back to the uh, original language that it was written in uh, because it's the New Testament. It's written in Greek originally. Uh, but what we're going to do is read through it, and then we'll get to the Greek here in a second. You said Romans 9, right? Starting in, yeah, starting in verse 9. Romans chapter 12, starting in verse 9. Oh, chapter 12, starting yes. in verse 9. Okay. <laughs> Let love be genuine. Abhor what is evil. Hold fast to what is good. Love one another with brotherly affection. Outdo one another in showing honor. Do not be slothful in zeal. Be fervent in spirit. Serve the Lord. Now, all of these things up to now are marks of the true Christian is what is what it says in, in my little uh, header there. Uh, things that we as Christians should be doing. And it goes on in verse 12, and this is where I want to hone in on. Rejoice in hope. 
Mm-hmm. Be patient in tribulation. Be constant in prayer. So the thought comes to my mind is how do we rejoice in hope? Because when I think of hope, I think, man, I really hope I get a raise this year. I really hope <laughs> I get that new car. I really hope that uh, the Cowboys win on the Sunday. The Cowboys <laughs> win on Sunday, right? Like, I really, I hope for these things. I don't expect them to happen. Yeah. But I want them to happen. It's a desire. I kind of wish they would happen. Yeah. But here it says to rejoice. Well, you don't rejoice at something that may or may not happen, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you don't rejoice prior to knowing. Uh, that you're expecting a child, right? You rejoice when you know you're expecting a child. You don't yeah. rejoice and before you get an A on your test, you rejoice once you've gotten the A on the test, right? Yeah. Like you rejoice in things that you know. And so what we're going to do is we're going to go over to the to the Greek. And I use a, a wonderful app that's actually on the internet too. Uh, you can you can log on to just a, a regular go on to Google and type it in, but it's called Blue Letter Bible. Not a sponsor. Not a sponsor. Not a not a plug. It's just Yet. something to to help something to help you guys with uh, to, for for studying purposes. But what you can do is you'll you'll go there and you'll click on what's called the interlinear, uh, and it, it helps you to go to the original language uh, that, that it was written in. It gives you the root word, the etymology. Um, it tells you how to pronounce it. And this one uh, is. It also gives you a. a it'll have a, a letter <laughs> with a number following it. And that's just it's the, it's called the Strong's Commentary. It has a, a list of all the all the words in the New Testament, and has the yeah, every Greek word in the New Testament is, is basically cataloged, is cataloged by a number and a letter. Yeah. And so this one is G sixteen eighty, and it's Elpis. Um, and what it is is there's a couple of different usages. One is an expectation of evil or fear. Uh, two is an expectation of good and hope. The third is on hope, in hope, or having hope. And so what we have to do is we've got to look at these different usages and figure out, well, which one which one makes sense here? Well, an expectation of evil or fear does not make sense when we're rejoicing in hope, right? <laughs> on hope, in hope, having hope. Well, then you can look at the bottom. It says the author of hope or he who it's, is its foundation, the thing hoped for. Well, again, that kind of works, mm-hmm. but it's not the best. If you go to the second one, expectation of good or hope, and then in the Christian sense, it's a joyful and confident expectation of eternal salvation. Well, that fits in with rejoice. And so the idea is, is here that hope is a knowledge. Mm-hmm. It's something we can have confidence in. It's something we can have faith in. And it's it's something that, that we've got to have. We yeah. have to be able to rejoice in hope. Hope is not something we wish for. It's not the same thing. Biblical hope. Is a knowledge. So as we're we're just starting out here, defining hope. Basically, what I'm hearing is, and hopefully what y'all are hearing at home too, um, but is that we can have hope, but not so much of a man. I really wish that this year would get better. It's a well. I know that I there is better waiting for me. Yes, right? exactly. So no matter okay. what happens this year. You know, I've, I've seen some memes I mean, it's on... It's 2020. I've seen memes on Facebook, you know. Uh, this is the fourth quarter of 2020. Well, sometimes the fourth quarter goes well, sometimes it doesn't. I hope that we're playing the Falcons. <laughs> you, you never know, but the bottom line is we can have hope that no matter what happens this year, no matter what happens next year, yeah. no matter what happens in the next 50 years, there will be a time when Jesus comes back. Yeah. And, and we can hope in that because yeah. we know that it's true. 
Yeah. It's almost like playing the Falcons. I mean, you almost know for certain you're going to win it. It's <laughs> a little bit better than that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, you really, really know this one, you know. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> and that reminds me, you know, I was thinking about Psalm, uh, Psalm 42, and that's another great thing you can do in your Bible. Um, with a Bible program, lots of free ones out there, you can just type in hope and then go through the search bar and mm-hmm. look up all the scriptures. So, like, Psalm 42 you know, the psalmist says, Why are you cast down on my soul? Why are you in turmoil within me? Hope in God. Why? For I shall praise him again. Mm. You know, and then Psalm 42, 11, Hope in God, for I shall again praise him. And then the very next psalm, Psalm 43, verse 5, Hope in God, for I shall again praise him. So it's basically saying, the psalmist saying, Hey, I know that regardless of all this turmoil that I'm going through, you know, again, I'm going to be standing joyful standing in praise to god and that the light will will shine down upon me you know no no i hope you know i i wish maybe it's a it's a i have confidence confidence hopeful confidence yeah Mm -hmm. um i mean really what we're talking about is just the definition of the word and the English language is, has messed it up. <laughs> the word hope yeah. does not mean I wish. The word hope, the biblical word hope means... I know. I know, yeah. yeah. That's an point, important distinction. It's just like love, you know. People abuse that. I love my hot dogs and I love my... You know. I love my cowboys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. I love my hot dogs. I was not really <laughs> that. Out of, out of everything you could have used it. <laughs> My daughter loves hot dogs. That's what we have for birthday every every year. It's like we have really? hot dogs and Mickey Mouse. You know. It's hey, hey, I'm a simple man. You know, I'm I'm happy with like a burger and fries. So I, I get that. Yeah, yeah. And you can see in the Bible too other places where the word hope is not necessarily used, but it's kind of the same theme. It's the same idea. Like I, I thought about Paul in Philippians one. You know when. He says, um, I know that this will turn out for my deliverance. You know, he was mm. in prison. He didn't really know which way things were going to go. Yep. Um, and if he's going to be released or he's going to be punished by death. But he said, I, either way, he knows that this is going to turn out for his deliverance. Well, what kind of deliverance, Paul? Well, that's the point. You know, spiritually, I know for certain. Maybe I'll get out physically. Yeah. Maybe I won't. But spiritually, I know this will turn out for my deliverance. And then in verse 20, he says, according to my earnest expectation and hope. Yeah, because he said in verse 21, for me to live is Christ and to die is gain. That's why he knows, knows. because no matter what happens, you know, if he lives, he lives for Christ. He gets to tell more people about Jesus. If he dies, then he gets to be in the (laughs) presence of Christ. You know, it's like a a win-win. And I guess that's, that really is the bottom line for why as Christians we can have hope, even in 2020, is because mm-hmm. when when you're in Christ, you're living in a win-win situation, <laughs> which is yep. amazing. Mm-hmm. And I wish more people would, would focus on that, that we are literally living in a win-win situation. Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah, I, that is cool. But anyways, yeah. you, you had something else for us. That, well, I was just thinking about that. Yeah, if you guys wanted to go there, because I was thinking this might be a good segue right into... Uh, we were talking about earlier, you know, when we were thinking about this podcast in Romans 5, um, Paul talks about, uh, in in verse 3, not only in that, but we also glory in tribulation. So he's saying, you know, before that he was talking about how we were justified by faith, we have this peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, we've been delivered by this, you know, by the condemnation of the law. And now he's like, not only can we glory in that, but even in our life right now, I think what he's saying is, even in our life right now, 
uh, we can glory in tribulations, he says. Not tribulations, you know, basically trouble, right? I mean, you're going through a hard time. Yeah. It's difficult. And, and so we can glory, though, he says in that. Knowing, and here, and then he starts to, uh, I'll just read it. He says, knowing that tribulation produces perseverance. That's the first thing he said, perseverance. Mm-hmm. You know? you, you, so you got this trouble. But um, what tribulation can do to the Christian is, well, it, it, it has to do this to the Christian because the Christian's a Christian. If he's following Jesus, you know, yeah. he, he knows that, he, okay, I have to just keep going. You know, I have to keep, I can't, what else am I going to do? I have to keep going. Um, and so it produces this perseverance. And then also as you're going through this tribulation and producing perseverance, then you're building character, obviously. You know, it's like what James said, uh, you know, it counted all joy, my brethren, when you fall into various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience. You're, mm-hmm. When you go through this difficult time, you know, um, you, you begin to build patience. It's like this one preacher I know, he said, I always choose the longest line when I'm checking out at Walmart because I want to produce patience, you know. <laughs> so, okay, you can do that if you want. I still pick the shortest line. Yeah, it's how you want to do it. Man, I go, I go self-checkout so I don't have to talk to anybody. <laughs> <laughs> and then he gets the character. So he, oh, we already got the character. So we we're building this character, and then you come to that hope. You know, you come to that hope. Um, and I don't know uh, how do we kind of explain it. You, you... Well, I, I think it's really cool that you know we we look at each one of these individually because this is you know one of the passages that people know pretty well, especially along with James. You know, rejoice in um, in persecution. Um, because you know that that results, you know, to this, to this, to this, and then it gets to hope, you know. Yeah. And we kind of skip those things in the middle. It's like, okay, rejoice in, in persecution or tribulation or, or suffering, depending on the translation you have, because the, we know that the end goal is hope. But when you really look at the ones in between there, you see the progress that's being made as a Christian. And, and like you're saying, you don't rejoice in, in suffering or tribulation or, or persecution for any other reason unless you're a Christian, you know, if, if you're not in Christ and, you know, you're having tribulation, you're suffering, it's, you know, it doesn't lead to hope because the reason that, that we can rejoice in that tribulation is because as a Christian, when we have the the spirit working in us, mm-hmm. Ephesians three, now to him who is able to do far more abundantly than we can ask or imagine according to the power at work within us. When we have that spirit working in us, then we know that we're going to make it through that tribulation to the endurance, or uh, what was the um, the word in your, in your Bible? I read out at ESV. It says awesome. endurance. Endurance, perseverance. Perseverance, yeah. yes. And so we know when we have the Spirit working in us, when we are in Christ, when we are a Christian, and we have the Spirit, then that tribulation is going to lead to perseverance. And th- this is one of my favorite little lessons. But the way you know that is if this fruit that's being born from your life is the same fruit that the Spirit bears, i.e. love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, mm-hmm. gentleness, and self-control. When that's coming from your life, that's what the Spirit bears, then you know that you're going to be able to make it through that tribulation, lead to perseverance, lead to character, which you know is, is the character of God. What's the character of God? Love and joy. Mm-hmm. And so then you have hope. And, and that you see the progress mm-hmm. working its way through there. Um, Chris, you had a comment? Yeah, I've actually got two comments real quick. One, we can kind of relate this to a bodybuilder. Yeah. A bodybuilder is in a gym and works out and, you know, just 
makes himself or herself miserable by the weights that they're lifting and the exercises they do, but they do that and they're happy about it because they know tomorrow they're going to be stronger than they were the day before. What doesn't kill me makes me stronger. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And the second thing I wanted to point out here is if you look in verse 2, you know, through him we have also obtained access by faith into his grace in which we stand, and we rejoice in hope, which again he mentions again in twelve twelve mm-hmm. or twelve uh, yeah twelve twelve where we were just were mm-hmm. of the in the hope of the glory of God. Hope sandwiches all of the things mentioned here, mm-hmm. right? The rejoicing and suffering that that it produces endurance, that it produces character. Well, character produces hope. Well, we rejoice in hope of the glory of God, mm-hmm. so that all of those things can then add to our hope. Mm-hmm. And I think that's really cool that hope kind of. Uh, is is sandwiched or sandwiches all of these things. But yeah. Just wanted to point that out real quick as I as I kind of noticed it. I like your illustration about the bodybuilder because it's sometimes maybe a little difficult making that connection between character and hope. Okay, what produce pers- perseverance, character, and then hope. But it's like once you once you do start that bodybuilding training and you begin to build your muscles, then you look and you see oh the result, the progress. Yeah. This, you know, and then you say. I have this hope, you know, I can, now I can lift this, you know, you know, and that's kind of the same thing with Christianity. You, you, as you develop, you know, through your growth and your perseverance and your perseverance, then you, then you see yourself more clearly. You realize, Hey, I'm a, I am a follower of Jesus Christ. I I am, you know, God is working in my life and I can see that and I have hope now, you know, I, I can get through this. I can, I can endure, you know, these, these tribulations. Jesus is powerful in our life. You yeah. Know, there's hope now. Yeah. And I, I guess the, the bottom line is that outside of Christ, there is not hope. In Christ, there is hope. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, for, for our listeners, if y'all have questions about, wait, what? how do I get inside of Christ? How, how do I become part of do his church? How do I get that hope? Yeah, send us an email, please. Um, mm-hmm. uh, I just... I think Chris and I mentioned before that we would love nothing more than to uh, converse with y'all and to to share our hope. And I just want to reiterate that. Um, But I don't know. Something. What about about verse five? Okay, yeah, go. I think we we were planning on talking about verse five, and I don't know that we fully got there. But the idea that hope does not put us to shame. Mm -hmm. Dan, did you have any thoughts on that? Yeah, and the New King James says, does not disappoint. I mean, yeah, my mind was going that. I was like, "That's yeah. I love that. You know, if, if anything, we end with that. If, if we were to end with that, that would be a, a great message for us to walk away with in, the, in our daily life, knowing that, hey, we're not going to be disappointed in this, you know? I mean, yeah. I may very well be very disappointed with the, this election, you know? <laughs> I hope I'm not, but this, yeah, I said, hope, I hope I'm not. Yeah. But that, that's, that's the problem with this... Uh, you know, hope that the way we use wishing and all that kind of hope, that kind of hope is problematic because, yeah, I don't know how things are going to turn out with There's the election. No yeah, exactly. And I don't, I don't know how things are going to turn out with the country and all that. Um, or if you're going through problems with your family and things like that, um, you don't always know how things are going to turn out. But with this, the, the biblical hope, you know, the hope that God assures us with, you know, salvation. And, and joy and eternal life, all those things, you, you know, you won't be disappointed. You mm-hmm. won't be. Um, you know, that actually kind of leads into the last thing that I wanted to close with as far as 
this world is full of unknowns. So, so how can y'all say that we we have any kind of hope? There's so many things that go on in our lives, go on in, in everybody's life that is just an unknown. And a lot of times there are really disappointing things that happen in our lives. So how can y'all say that we have hope? Well, that's when I turn to Philippians chapter 3. So um, this is the last place I'll take y'all. Philippians chapter 3, starting in verse 19. Um, says, I should probably start before this, but the, the point I make is after, that I want to make is after this. But starting in verse 19, it says, Their end is destruction, their God is their belly, and their, they glory in their shame with minds set on earthly things. Verse 20 is what I want y'all to, to focus on. But our citizenship is in heaven, and from it we await a Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ, who will transform our lowly body to be like his glorious body by the power that enables him even to subject all things to himself. You see, when, when we say this world is full of unknowns, there's a lot of things that disappoint us. How can we have hope while we're living in all of this, while we're living in 2020? Well, I mean, I, I like to make things simple. Y'all, y'all know, I, I really just try to summarize and get to the point. Bottom line is, I am not a citizen of this earth. I am a citizen of heaven. Verse 20, but our citizenship is in heaven. We don't focus on earthly things. That's why it's a win-win to be a Christian. Because if I continue on to to live through these awful, awful things, and if I, I continue to press on, well, I get to share Christ. I get to tell people about him. But if I don't, then I get to be with Christ. Like, literally, it's a win-win to be a Christian because our citizenship is not on this earth. Um, and that is is why we can have hope. Yeah. It, just, uh, it just reminds me of the hymn, you know, this world is not my home. Yeah. I'm just a passing through. My treasure is laid up. Somewhere, somewhere beyond, beyond the blue. blue. Yep. Uh, you know, we are, we are so blessed to have the hope that we do, the mm-hmm. knowledge that we do. And for, for our listeners, if you're wondering how to find it, if you're wondering where to find it, if you're curious about that, I, I want to encourage you to start with the Bible. Yeah. Start with the New Testament. Read through it. Read about Jesus. Read about Jesus and, and find that he is your hope. And he's all of our hope. Yeah. And, and without Christ, we're lost. I think the really cool thing is if y'all just like read through the Gospel of John, you'll see like Jesus gives people like person after person hope. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody that, that he comes in contact with. And it's not because he's working miracles. But it's because he's telling them about something that's greater to come, about the church, about how they can uh, be baptized, immersed, and, and clothed with Christ, that, that he is sac- going to sacrifice himself for us. You see, that's why Jesus leaves person after person with hope, because um, of the great message that, that he brought. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, Hebrews six nineteen. this hope we have as an anchor of the soul, both sure and steadfast, mm. which enters the presence behind the veil. Yeah. Which we know, of course, was the forerunner, Jesus. He went, He's our. he is our hope. And, and that's what we're saying here, too, is we're just saying, you know, we need that rock. We need that anchor because we empathize. You're going through problems in life. You're, you're going to shed tears, you know. Uh, mm-hmm. Jeremiah shed tears for his nation. You know, it, it crumbled, you know, because of their sinfulness. Yeah. And it, it was a sad thing. And uh, sad things are going to happen in our family. And so we, we empathize with that. God empathizes with that. Um, 
he I think he wants us to know that he, he's shedding tears too, you know, with us. But but this hope is the anchor, you know, it mm-hmm. keeps us grounded so that we can uh, yeah. we can get through those times. Yeah, it's like the another song. We have an anchor. Yeah. <laughs> um, I know that song. Yeah, <laughs> and to to your point, you know about you know the fact that we empathize and we understand. I mean, I can't tell you all how many tears I've shed this last couple months. You know, I know you, I've talked with you guys about some of the struggles I've had. And you all have been there to encourage me and lift me up. And, you know, the end of the matter is I've got Christ. Mm-hmm. You know, no matter what's going on in my life, no matter how difficult sometimes it may seem, I've got Jesus. I've got that hope. I've got that reassurance that everything may be terrible right now. Everything may be great right now. Everything may be eh right now. Yeah. But I know that there will be a time where everything is so much better than yeah. I could ever imagine. And, you know, one of my favorite things about hope is that, you know, that's where my joy comes from. <laughs> like, I can smile. I can go through my day happy because yeah. I know I'm in a win-win situation. Yeah. We can testify to that because Dylan's yes. always, he's, he's giddy, you know. He's, he's he is giddy. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, because I've got Why Christ. Not Why not be? Yeah, exactly. Well, do y'all have any closing comments or um, anything before we wrap this up? The only thing I want to add is that the idea of hope is just, I think, tied so intrinsically with faith. You know, mm-hmm. if we don't have faith, we don't have hope. Um, yes. And so maybe your faith is struggling because of things that are going on right now. Uh, but take knowledge in the fact that Jesus is here and let that build up your faith. Uh, and then let that faith build up your hope and mm-hmm. uh, just work itself within you. So we, we love you all. Um, I'll, uh, uh, I'll, I'll finish saying what I'm saying, but um, just so grateful to be able to do things like this and, and be able to present the, the Word of God uh, through, uh, through this medium. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I love sitting down with you guys, and I, f- I feel encouraged just, um, you know, uh, talking about this subject with, with you all, you know, and uh, I would just add to what you said, Chris, uh, you know, talk about faith. I would just add too. you know, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And Psalm 119, I, I just noticed there's three verses right there. And, you know, the psalmist says, I have hoped in your word. I hope in your word. I hope in your word. I just read three different verses, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Did you? <laughs> talk about repetition, repetition right yeah, there, yeah. you know, in, in the word of God. And so... Yeah. And I bet that psalmist was really joyful while he was writing that too. <laughs> so I just want to encourage, you know, let's stay in the Word, let's stay in the Bible, and that's what's given us this hope, just being together right now. We opened the Bible together, and we found we found encouragement and hope. Mm-hmm. Amen. Well, love this. Love this conversation. Uh, to our listeners, stay tuned and listen to how you can contact us. Thank you so much for listening to the Bible Conversations podcast. I want to tell you about a couple of ways in which you can be involved or help us out. You can like us on Facebook and share our posts. You can send us an email at kcocbibleconversations at gmail.com. You can follow us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. You can even leave a review on Apple Podcasts. We're also partnering with Ministry League. This is a wonderful app full of so many different resources to help you grow your faith. We love you all. Now let's go start a conversation.